Random Acts of Tangent. I'm joined by Annie. Hello. Hi. We're going to start doing little intros before all the podcasts now just because it's fun that way. Plus, now there's a purpose to him telling me all about what happened on the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the, the, the first of the Random Acts series after a uh, post COVID quarantine nonsense. So the, we, we did one where uh, it's. No? Post the start of. We're not post quarantine shelter in place nonsense. We're in the middle of it. Post would be after it's done. Right. No. The, the pod, this is the first podcast we recorded since the quarantine, is what I'm saying. Since the quarantine started. Yes. yes right. Not since the quarantine, because po- since the quarantine would be oh, since I it see. was over. Okay. All right. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is uh, we're using Google Hangouts because I've done some research and think that's probably the best way to do it. If you f- if you think of other ways that are better, I mean Zoom's okay, but not for what our purposes are. Anyway, who cares? Uh, I'm sure you're all using your own versions of this. If you're not, you should be. We started doing something with uh, with your friends uh, game nights. They were yes. all joining in on Zoom and we're playing games, uh, doing Pictionary, Cards Against Humanity, stuff of that nature. And there's digital versions for all of this. And it's fantastic. I literally told them last night, I was like, you guys, what's weird is since the quarantine started, I've actually seen all of you more. Since <laughs> <laughs> no one has to drive three hours. Yes, they're very <laughs> far away. Uh, but it's, 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 a, it's a cool way to, I think, stay in touch with social distancing while still being able to hang out with your peoples and whatnot. Um, and it's great. I, I have two other planned for the next couple of days with, with my family and my friends as well. And it's, it's a great way to stay sane during all this craziness. Uh, that being said, this episode was recorded uh, well, almost a week ago, uh, close to a week ago. So some of the stuff we're talking about is now outdated, obviously, because the quarantine thing or the COVID thing is being updated every 30 seconds, it seems. There's new things going on. Uh, I remember being a little bit more panicked then than I am now as far as groceries and stuff. Since then, I, I went to the store today to get some of the essentials that we need. And the stores were more uh, stocked than they were last time I went. So it's we're heading. Toilet paper was on the shelves, right? It was toilet paper on the shelves. That's amazing. You should have taken a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had the instinct I, I should buy some, but like, no, we already have enough. I don't want to be one of the people that caused this problem where I'm buying more than I need. No, but you still should have taken the picture, put it on social media. And, oh, I see. You know, to help others. Okay. No more to rub oh. in the fact, rub it in people's faces, the fact that you know. <laughs> Panic purchasing hit us late and is leaving us earlier than everywhere else. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just, we're the we're best. We're so much better like where we live. USA. Jelly. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, this was an interesting uh, podcast that we did. The episode was, was fun. There was some struggling. I think uh, somehow being in a video chat with the guys is more distracting than being here in person. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I can see that. I, I, I can't believe it, it was possible to, for that, but it, it was. But I think it's going to be fun. Distracting, for wait, distracting for whom? For, 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 for you or, for, or for them. they were more distracted? They, I think, were trying to play more towards the camera, even though mm-hmm. nobody's seeing what we were doing except for ourselves. Uh, just having fun with the fact that they can come in and out of the video and uh, do weird things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you might hear a lot of uh, giggling for no reason. And I, I do try to kind of talk through it like, okay, this is this is an audio podcast, guys. <laughs> 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 but uh, it was it was still pretty fun. So uh, you don't do the part where you explain what Kent's doing like you would if he was in person? Uh, no. Oh, a, a little bit. I, I try as much as possible, but some of those things I just can't describe. And I uh, shouldn't describe. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. Wasn't that bad? Enough said. Um, maybe. So uh, one thing we do talk about on the podcast that I want to get to at the beginning of the show, just to – in case you don't listen to the whole thing, listen to the first few minutes. There is a, a live streaming 
broadcast of a concert series happening that Graves in the Bad Weather is going to be on. Uh, we had Taylor on the last interview. We have Leandra coming up next week, uh, and that's happening April 1st. You've got to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, go to the website. Go, go to their Facebook, anything to, to get the information, and that's going to be fun to watch. And if you're listening to this right now, then it's happening today. <laughs> oh, so wait, when this is released, that's today, right? Right. Yes, today. So go, go go find it if you, if you missed it. Uh, hopefully it, it'll be on YouTube. So I'm sure there'll be a record of it, so you can watch it. Maybe not live, but you can still enjoy it. It's Graves and Bad Weather with a bunch of other bands that I look forward to hearing. Because uh, if they're on the bill, that means the other bands are probably going to be uh, maybe not as good as them, but uh, good enough that I'll be like, okay, cool. You got good company. They're going to be good enough that you're going to enjoy it. Right, exactly. I'm sure Graves will be the best, but I mean, I may or may not be biased. It's possible. You? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got the podcast coming up now. This is uh, Maestro, Cowboy, and myself through Google Hangouts. So apologies all around for trying to <laughs> figure this out as we go. You almost said Google Hangouts. Yeah, that was a lot of Googling. <laughs> it's true. That would be accurate. <laughs> all right, here it is. Enjoy. I'm joined by the Maestro. Hello. <laughs> Hello, my friend. And Cowboy. Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> we are each in our respective houses because we are on lockdown. The, uh, safer I'm in my home. bed. Yes, Cowboy's in bed. This is uh, very uncomfortable. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have the video chat on for this audio podcast. Um, I don't know. It's pretty comfortable to me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's obvious. I can, I can tell how, how comfortable you are. <laughs> uh, I got my Steven Tyler PJs on. Oh, look at you. Is that mostly just Not scarves? Really. Uh, yeah. Okay. Scarps. Ooh. Yeah. Dude looks like a lady. Mm. So we, we, we did do a spoilers already where we were, did, we tried this out where, uh, it's each in our houses kind of logging in together online to record it this way. And I think it went uh, pretty okay. There's a little bit of latency issues, but for the most part, I think it worked as, as well as it could have. And we're being safe. So yay. That's a big positive. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm touching my face constantly, uh, but I'm also at home and I have hand sanitizer, so I think I'm okay, right? That's how the rules I'm, I'm using a condom over my hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm actually sitting inside, um, what's it called? A bucket of... Uh, of uh, Purell? Purell, yes. Mm, okay. Wow, that's, uh, that's a high commodity. How'd you get a bucket <laughs> full-size? Oh, oh, because you guys can make this stuff at home. Yeah, but even those things are hard to find. I, I was trying to get all the stuff together, the uh, the, the glycol and the uh, and the alcohol. Oh, no, 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 no. Not it's that one. Alcohol it's, one. And, it's just alcohol and aloe vera gel. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one way. Uh, the, but the like the CDC, I think, uh, released uh, their formulation of how they do it. And there's, there's like glycerin in there and mm-hmm. uh, some other chemicals, which are a little harder to find. Yeah, I went the natural yeah. route. Okay. Are you I had a whole gargle with yours. Uh, no, well, no. See, well, the, the one that I have, uh, the, the combination I got is the it's non gel based. It's more of a spray that you use to sanitize other things. Uh, they also had the gel one on there, which is aloe vera. But this is more uh, more effective for like cleaning surfaces and whatnot. That makes sense. Oh. Why your hair is starting to change color to like blonde? Okay. Well, I haven't actually made it yet, so because <laughs> it's hard to find. You see? No. Oh. Uh, well, because like I um. I went the natural route, and I used to have like four or five big aloe vera plants in the backyard. Mm. Now I just have one. Okay, I, I used to have a lot of plants growing up as well, 
And I always thought it was weird. My grandma would cut them up and bring them inside and rub it on her skins. I'm like, what's what's going on with you? I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize it was aloe vera and it actually had healing properties. I was just a child. You know. So it's been what uh, almost a week. Well, at least you looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually almost pretty accurate, Vestros. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was a week ago, uh, as of this podcast, where everything kind of started locking down officially, right? Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah like Monday or about. Tuesday last weekend. Yeah. yeah, just about. Yeah, so we, we are, uh, by the time this gets released, it would have already been a week past this, so God knows where we are now uh, <laughs> at the release of this podcast. But at the time of recording, we have been uh, safer at home, as they call it in California, for about a week. And they, they do have other things in different places where it's a uh, shelter in place um, for some places where it's some, some of them are mandatory. Uh, some of them are kind of suggested. This one here right now, I'm pretty sure we're at the suggested level. They, they're not going to start, I don't think, arresting people yet. No, they have started giving tickets out. Oh, is that right? Oh, my. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, my wife actually uh, <laughs> knows, knows somebody who got a ticket, a $500 ticket in Pasadena. Because they were driving and there was four people in the car. Oh, and that's less than ten, though. Uh, apparently, though, if you're going somewhere, it's just like to the store and back. You don't need four people to go with you. That's so true. it's you know I I don't know what they were doing in Pasadena, where they were going, why they got pulled over, but they got a five hundred dollar ticket for not observing the. Um, Stay at home or uh, social distancing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, interesting. You can't be you can't be six feet away from people if you're all four in a car, unless you're in a limo. Sure, yeah. Even then, I think it might be hard. I, I don't think we're in a limo. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> so how are you guys dealing with all this? The the this thing at home. I know Cowboy, you're officially off of work now, right? Yes, uh, I got approval for five weeks, so I'll be home for five weeks. Oh wow, that is yeah. nice. How about you, how about yep. you, Maestro? What's what's going on with you? Oh, I'm still in. He- I'm considered healthcare, so I'm still working. Okay. Yep, I'm considered essential. Uh, one of the in the essential category because oh, you said the word. Yeah, the word. That's that's what essential. They, that's what they keep calling it. That's all. So we've been deemed essential. I even got a letter from my job that I'm supposed to keep in my car in case I do get pulled over. Maybe I can show it to him. Like, hey, look at. This is signed from my CEO that I need to be working. I got one of those letters too, and I'm in an essential business. Right. But due to my high risk, I was able to get approval to take time off and not be in the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you getting paid for that, by the way? Or is that something you can talk about? Uh, yes, I am, I believe. All right. Oh. <laughs> my, my company, my company uh, said that they're going to pay for it. Uh, I, I tried to go through the service to do a leave of absence, a medical leave of absence, and I just got called today saying, no, HR is handling all of it. It's not actually a medical leave of absence. It's a high-risk leave of absence, and it's covered. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So, so I, I'm crossing my fingers that – the thing is, is – with everything that's going on right now, things are changing literally several times a day. Yeah. On how companies are handling things and whatnot. So, three or four days ago, when I was, when I heard the CEO of the company saying, if you're in a high risk category, we want you to stay home and be healthy. We'll cover you for the first 14 days. Then after that, it'll be case by case. Okay. When I heard that, I started asking questions. They said, oh, yeah, you got to go onto our site. And you got to go through this company Unum or whatever, which does leave of absences. And they had all the leave of absence paperwork. 
So I did that two days ago. And today I get a call from the accounting person at my store saying, no, we're handling it through HR. Don't even worry about Unum. Oh, fantastic. Because I guess Unum deals with FMLA, Family Medical Leave of Absence. Right. And, and I guess getting paid by the government where my company is going to be taking care of it. So HR is going to be handling it. My company. <laughs> so this is something I was thinking about uh, earlier today even. that the, the, whole, the fact that I'm still working and the fact that Annie's still working. Uh, Annie's working from home now. So she's got an office set up here in the house where she's working. Uh, we are – I think kind of lucky, I think, to still be working. Her more than me because she's actually at home. She's being able to shelter in place or safe, safer at home or whatever. The, God damn it. She's she's following whatever they're saying and she's still going to be getting paid for it. I'm still getting paid because I have to go to get do my job, which is quote unquote essential. Where there's a lot of people that are not able to work anymore and it's it's destroying a lot of livelihoods. That's crazy. Which I heard at 11 o'clock tonight or 10 o'clock tonight, they passed the Relief Act. The oh, Senate right. did. Oh, nice. Yeah. They passed it. Well, it was a preliminary pass. Um, they came out and said that it's basically, it's unanimous, 95 to zero votes that it's going to pass. So they just have to have the formal vote. And then it's going to go to the House. And once the House gets it, they're probably not going to vote on it till Friday because they're going to take. 24 hours to read the 800 pages or go through it or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Um, not only that, but the house is at recess right now. Uh-huh. So with the house being at recess, they're talking about maybe doing a verbal vote. So, cause everybody's in their home States right now. Mm. Okay. And so if they're at recess, they're at their home States. They don't want to have to go back to DC to do a vote just to go back home. How, you know? Yeah. Why can't they just do that online? Like we're doing it right now. It's, is that, yeah, may, maybe they can use uh, Google Hangouts to cast their votes. Yes, yeah, why not? Uh, things are so. Can you imagine crazy. seeing Nancy Pelosi in her bed saying, "I"? <laughs> I somehow feel like she'd be a little more professional than being in the bed for for a live uh, voting on whether people get paid or not. That seems <laughs> that is a quite a visual. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, Billy. Oh, my God. So let's, let's talk a little bit about all the things that have been happening in the, in the past week or even the past couple of weeks. The uh, I, want, I want to talk about the, the, the run on the stores. And, and I know, Cowboy, you work at a grocery store, basically. Uh, yes. So how what, what did you see in, in the weeks leading up to this? I, I will tell you that, uh, let's see, tomorrow's Friday. I want to say, or not tomorrow, tomorrow's Thursday. So in two days, it's Friday. Two weeks ago this Friday was the first day of the run of our store. Okay. It was, it, it was weird. It was a slow day in the morning. You know, first two, three hours of the day was really slow. I'm like, all right, today's going to be an easy day. I'll be able to get the load put up and, and, and broken down. I'll be able to get all my stuff done. It's going to be a chill day. And then probably about 11 o'clock, we got slammed. Wow. And uh, I, I remember that Friday, I ended up working a 10-hour shift. The following day, I ended up working a 12-hour shift, and it was just hell. Absolutely hell. And what, 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 do you do you recall what was the first thing to go? Uh, meat and bread. Meat, okay. Yeah, we don't sell toilet paper and stuff like that. Oh, uh, lucky but, bastards. But <laughs> the meat department literally just got flushed out. Uh, bread just flew off the shelves. 
those are the first two things that were gone. I work in the deli, so we were doing a ton of uh, deli meats and stuff like that. Um, but we also have ready-made meals and stuff like that and meals that we make that were just literally flying off the shelves. It's crazy. Our retail stuff, as far as cheese, shredded cheese, cheese slices, and pack- prepackaged meat that comes from other vendors, yeah, those were getting wiped out. Wow. Absolutely wiped out. Yeah, I remember that, that, that same Friday you're talking about. We were uh... – Gonna have uh, Annie's parents came over, and uh, because we uh, we got a pool table that has been in the family for a while, and they were, were kind of holding it onto the, for them for a little while, uh, and it got delivered, and we're like, oh, let's let's cook up some food for them when they get here. So Annie goes to the store, and the line went like uh, <laughs> from like from the deli side at the Devon's buyer house all the way. It was in the vegetable section. Like those were the lines to get into oh, wow. just to check out. And that, that was the first time I had also seen about this whole run thing. So it was the same day that I guess it, it hit this area as well. Yeah, it was so bad at our work that uh, they had every checks down open and the lines were still just completely long. All the managers that were available were on a check stand. Uh, extra people were there trying to help bag stuff and get people moving out fast. But we have eight registers. They were all open. And the lines were still probably about maybe 10, 12 deep. Jesus. And as I remember that same morning I had gotten a text from uh, from my stepmom. She was she had gone to Costco early to try to get some stuff, and there was a line all the way outside to even get into Costco on that on that same Friday. Oh, I, wow! I, I don't know what clicked that that night. Was it, maybe there was a message uh, the the, day, the night before that that ha- went out that freaked people out, or I don't know. I was, if I remember correctly, that morning was the morning that uh, the President Trump declared a national state of emergency. Oh, okay. Once he declared the national state of emergency, everybody started panicking and going and buying, running the food. Okay. Wow. I already had toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I was good. My butt was soft. <laughs> uh, I, I had picked up Alexis from school that day and uh, her mom was texting me like, Hey, maybe we should uh, keep her out of school for a little while. And I, I texted her back like, Let's, let's just see how it goes. And then like uh, two hours later, we get a, a phone call from the school. Uh, we're going to be out of session for five weeks. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the same school district as my son. So, yeah, we got the same phone call. Yeah, we were sitting there uh, all together around the table listening to this message like, oh, my God. And that for me, that was the first time that this whole thing kind of, I think, became real. Uh, all, all, all the things that had been reported up to that point, I, I saw it as fear mongering and people panicking and trying to panic other people. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe, uh, maybe this is something I should be thinking about a little more, a little more seriously. Maybe there's some solid to this uh, information. Yeah. I, I, the, the weird thing is, is like, I don't know which group I'm in. I'm not in the panic group. I'm not in the group that is not taking it seriously and thinks it's a bunch of BS. I'm just erring on the side of caution, you know? Like, okay. I'm not freaking out. I'm not saying, oh, this is not real. Because obviously, you look at the numbers. It's kind of being a real thing, yeah. you know? So, But I, I haven't been the advocate. I mean, you still see it on uh, Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter now. People calling it a bunch of BS. The media is hiping it up or, you know, or so-and-so is playing it down. And it's not as bad as it's going to be. But we don't know how bad it's going to be. We do not. I just wanted. I just wanted to err on the side of a being a diabetic for thirty four years. I don't want to get this shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's gonna be a real bad day for you if that happens. Yeah, make sure. Do, do you have any? Uh, what was the first time that this whole thing became real for you, or or has it become real for you? 
So for me, it's not been much of a difference, honestly. I mean, still, I'm still working. Uh, my martial arts school had to be ca- uh, closed down temporarily. So that in itself is like a little bit rough because now I have to train in my backyard. That's a little bit difficult for me because it's, first of all, not level. Oh, so, <laughs> that can be yeah. problematic. Right? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Hey, you know, but if you train in your back backyard and it's not level, you get good at that. When you're on level ground, you're going to be an assassin. Mm, or he's going to overcompensate I, for everything he does because he thinks he's going to be on level. <laughs> oh, are you talking about like like sea legs? Right. Yeah. Uh, I yes. see my legs. Oh, I see too. my legs are right there. Oh, oh yeah. All please right. put some pants on for the love of God. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> so, what, how are things uh, around the house for you, Mish? Is there is there any kind of a sense of panic or any any anything? Not really. I mean, like, majority of the time, it's basically, do we have the stuff that we normally have? Good. Okay. Then let's watch some TV and hang out. Done. No worries. Okay. That, that, was, that was kind of uh, – when, when the whole thing started happening with the stores and uh, things went crazy, I was, like, right at the edge of my uh, – I'm about to start going shopping to resupply stage. So I did kind of like, oh, shit. I – we have toilet paper to last us maybe another couple of days, but this is at the. At, I, I don't buy toilet paper in in large quantities. I, I, I buy enough to last me until next time I got to go shopping. And I was getting towards the end of my run with the toilet paper, <laughs> <laughs> so I started like, "Oh no, this is not going to be good." Uh, luckily, I uh, I got some I have some connections that I was able to get uh, a, a roll or two, uh, <laughs> and now things are starting to calm down a little bit. But the, the, the thing that panics me the most is the fact that other people are panicking so much. And other people acting in panic can create scary times. And now we have to live in these times where everybody's panicking. And that's starting to make me feel uneasy. I don't Aww. see it. You don't see what? The panic. Yeah, oh. you look fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm not like literally panicking. But I'm sorry. I, I do have a worry that we're not going to be able to get some of the uh, essential things that we need. But we're we're – in a pretty good enough place that we're going to last a while. And I think by the time we actually really do need stuff, the stores will be restocked again and things will be, I think, normal enough for us to get those things. Okay. I, I, I guess what I meant was... Over. I guess what I meant was is the last four days I haven't seen the panic because I haven't been out. Oh, okay. Ah. You know, um, my honey-do list is... <laughs> over the years have got has gotten so long that uh, I, I feel like I'm not the type of person that can just sit in my bed or sit on the couch all day long and do nothing. Right. Like I have to be doing something, whether it's, it, it's a craft or, or something like that. I do that too. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but that's never mind. Yeah, sure. um, mm-hmm. But for instance, like yesterday, I did the whole front yard, went into the backyard, started cleaning the backyard, doing the whole backyard. Then I start, as I'm doing this, I'm coming up with ideas of what I want to do in my backyard. And now I got other crafts and stuff and, and improvements that I want to do in the backyard. Today I started steam cleaning the carpet in the game room. And then I decided, okay, every day I'm going to be home, I'm going to do a different room of the house, steam clean the carpet. Nice. That, that, know, that is so. one thing that I've been thinking about. That I, I'm almost kind of hoping that I get sent home from work uh, so that I can spend time at home so I can do all the same things you're talking about. There, there's a long list of things that need to get done around the house that I can't seem to find time for. And this is be a perfect time to knock those out. 
Yeah, well, unfortunately, if you got sent home, you could probably still do your job from home. I could, yeah. I, I could do most of it. Yes, it's true. I, I can't. I, I can't cut your deli meat from my house. I don't have a slicer. <laughs> There's and machines not, that can I do that. Counter, and I'm not delivering it to you, so. Yeah, yeah it doesn't work the same way. But yeah, I could so, do, I think, about 90% of my job from home. So basically what they were saying in the, the news broadcasts were, to ease your mind, Adam, Mm-hmm. is that first off, there is no shortage. The basic thing is, like, for instance, Target gets a shipment every morning of everything they need. Um, their supplies haven't run out. They have plenty. The problem is people just tend to want to buy super early in the morning. They open, like, at 7 a.m., and people just rush in. There were lines and stuff like that because they're afraid that, A, they'll run out of TP or vice versa. But the thing about it is, is, if you do the math based upon how much TP you usually use a day, yeah, you won't you getting a, a seventy two pack like like not seventy two pack but like like thirty six rolls. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that one you will not have an, a shortage unless you decide to TP a house. Right. The thing is though, is people aren't people aren't going and getting one thirty six pack. No, they're trying to get two or three for yeah. one household. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the 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 uh, the thing is though is like well, at my work we have orders we put the orders in but we're not getting the whole order. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. but our the store that I work at is more of a specialty store where all our stuff comes from local. Like all our produce comes from local areas. Uh-huh. You know, we get it from local area. All our chickens in the deli we get from a local uh, source. Yes. So, I mean, we can't uh, – and we don't stock toilet paper or paper towels or stuff like that. So nobody's yeah. making a run on that. Yeah. But produce and meat and bread, they're yeah. just getting destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like – I'm not panicked anymore about that the kind of stuff. But for the first couple of days, I was kind of starting to get worried about the essential <laughs> stuff. But as, mm. as the days pass, I'm kind of – First of all, I don't need it right now. I, I'll last the couple of weeks even uh, through this. It's just uh, at, because everything was being bought up so quickly and uh, and so wide widely across everywhere. I thought it was going to be harder to find, but that was just the initial. When, when I see other people panic, I worry because I I know how bad they can get. Uh, it's, especially with the way people's minds work, if they they get told one thing by one person that becomes a fact or they see up one post on Facebook saying uh, there's no more toilet paper left in the world. They're going to freak out and they're going to start killing people for toilet paper. It's just the, the, uh, the, 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 the people – oh, Men in Black said it best. A person is smart, but people are dumb, crazy, panicky beings or whatever he told Jay when uh, he became a Men in Black. Uh, yeah, so everyone, everyone going crazy is what worries me, uh, seeing the how, panic. Yeah, how, were, uh, how are those ribeyes? Uh, fantastic! Yeah. Oh yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. We got uh, we we got a couple. Yeah. We we we're pretty much we're stocked on everything. Everything we need now. And uh, thanks to to Cowboy for helping out with some of that stuff with uh, with your connections. Uh, I, I I'm not worried anymore about the essential needs, but I was for a while, and now I'm just kind of waiting for everything to start calming down. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, the steaks, was that an essential need or was that something like I'm craving it right now and I can't find it anywhere? Uh, for me, it's a, it's an essential need uh, because m- most of the stuff that we eat around here is, is steak uh, and then different kinds of sides, whether it be uh, green beans or the cauliflower mashed potatoes. or that, That's kind of one of the main things that we cook here at home. 
So not having steaks, uh, and then and, and like if we get a, a thing of steaks that'll last us a couple of days, because then we'll just reuse it until we're done. Then maybe next time we'll cook chicken and we'll use chicken and, until that's done. Then we'll go back to steak. But we're we're very uh, very carnivorous over here. <laughs> All the things that we cook are, at home you, is meat. Are you guys doing anything to keep yourself active? Uh, I. I mean, for me, my life really hasn't changed much because I'm still going to work and coming home. And the only difference is I I don't need to – I'm now limiting things that I do out. Uh, So it's just go to work and then if I have to get food on the way to work because I couldn't have time to eat here, I'll go to fast food or something and then come back and – but – No, we've been been, uh, implementing every day around three – between three and four o'clock, we go for a walk. And our walk has been getting longer and longer every day. Nice. We take the dogs out for a walk because when we, I mean, come on, we're all, all four of us in this household. We're all good. We're all staying home. We're all, we're all basically sheltered in place. My wife's working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's not in school and my sister's not at work anymore. Oh. So we're all, we're all sheltered at home. So it's in a house, unless we're all going to stay in our own rooms which, you know, my wife and I share a room, we're not going to be able to be six feet away from each other. Right. But, you know, the house has been pretty much sterilized from top to bottom. And, you know, so we can we can hug and stuff like that in the house because we're not out dealing with anybody. Right. You know? And if we do have to go out, like tonight we went and got chilies. You know, uh, when my wife got home, she washed her hands and sanitized, you know. Yeah. That, that's That's just what you got to do. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think as long, as long as you're cognizant of what's happening in your surroundings as you're out, you'll you'll be fine. I mean, don't By go around high fiving people and whatnot. I don't know if you guys like Panda Express, but I'm gonna tell you this right now. Not just because my wife works there, they have a family feast meal oh. where you get uh, two. Uh, I think it's uh, two sides, like the either chow mein or fried rice, mm-hmm. or you can get two chow mein or two fried rice, and you get three entrees. It used to be thirty five ninety nine. Now it's twenty dollars right now. Oh wow! Not because they're trying to make money. They're actually not making hardly any money off this deal. But it's to help the people that don't have a lot of money, right? But want to get a good meal and they can't find stuff at the store. You can still go through drive through, uh, but this meal you order it online and you just go pick it up, and that's it. Perfect. And if he, uh, us, we got it last night, and we had enough for two meals. Oh, fantastic! Each. Yeah, it, it, it is kind of cool seeing people and companies step up to help out with stuff like that. Uh, they, you know, a lot of places are offering free delivery now for for some of their stuff. Uh, but the thing that, that I, I started thinking about today, in, in much more in a grander scale, is the, the the stores, the chains like like the Pandas, the McDonald's, the. Um, all the all the major chains, I think, when this is all said and done, they're gonna they're gonna be fine. But it's more like the mom and pop shops that are, I think, gonna get hit the hardest and have more time or a harder time recovering from all this stuff. So yeah, it's it's, it's something that we uh, agreed upon today. Even that if any if we're ever gonna order food for the next uh, couple whatever weeks months years uh, that we're locked down, uh, then it's gonna be from a, a local mom and pop kind of place to try to. See what we can do to help them out. I mean, they're not going to survive off of our money, but every little bit helps, I think. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and see what else. Uh, so uh, things at work are, have, have definitely changed a lot. Uh, we, we have cubicles that we're all 
kind of close together. And now we've people have moved to different parts of the building, so we're all working minimum of six feet apart, probably even up to ten feet apart from just our regular workspaces. There's also a regular temperature checks. As soon as we walk in the door, you, they check check your temperature. If you're good, they then here's a, here's a here's a face mask, and now now you can go to work. They got sanitation stations all over the place, so it's it, it's it's nice. It, it's nice to feel like I'm not in danger going to work. At least if I have to be out of the house, I feel like they're they're taking the precautions necessary to keep everybody safe. <sighs> oh man, this is so crazy. This is this is life now, and it, it's only been a week. It feels like it's been a lot longer than a week. I, I think I was made for this. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because there's – well, I don't know if maybe I made for this or that's just because there's so much to do around the house that I'm constantly going. Uh, since I've been home, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and today, I've been almost 15,000 steps a day still. Wow. You know, on my Fitbit because uh, obviously yesterday doing the front yard and then the backyard and then all this other stuff, I'm just constantly walking around, being active. Working, going for a walk, uh, going on the elliptical and stuff like that, just to because I don't. I if I spent a day just laying on the couch or laying in bed, I feel like crap. <laughs> yeah, there's uh there's there's always stuff that I need to be doing, and there's uh there's the times that I do like you know what I've been working nonstop for weeks now. I need to take a break. I'll sit down. I plop down. I binge watch a show or something, and then at the end of the day, I'm like. God, I still have so many things that I need to do, and I didn't get a damn thing done, and it feels—it doesn't feel good. <laughs> no. And then I just get angry at myself, yeah. like, ah, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll die. I'm still waking up at six thirty in the morning. You know, I don't have to wake up at six thirty morning to do a damn thing, but I do have an eight-year-old, okay. and he's still doing lessons at home. They haven't started the whole homeschool lesson plan and stuff like that. They're going to, I think, after their uh, spring break, because I don't know if you've heard, but. Our school is out until May 5th at the earliest now. Yeah. It's, it's been extended five weeks till May 5th. And, and so that, know, that leaves 25 else, days left of school <laughs> for the well, year. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Everybody else is saying, you know, in the state of California and other states, and I'm not sure that they're actually going to be going back to school this year. Yeah. So how would that you work? Know, that's, that's, that's another crazy thing. Like, especially seniors, uh, what, what happens to them? Do they get an honorary diploma? The, that that's no because they're going to be doing uh, home studies. There's going to be a virtual school, and they're going to be able to do all this virtual stuff and lesson plans and stuff like that. They're actually already starting to do that. Most high schools, uh, especially seniors. What I feel bad about are the seniors that like just got on varsity sports or uh, something like that. Yeah. You know, and and this is their their time to shine or their last year to play their sports or the last year they're going to be in drama or dance or choir or stuff like that, you know, and they're missing out on all of it. The seniors that are missing out on grad night, the Prom. senior trip and stuff like that, all that's canceled. Yeah. And you see all these airlines advertising low price, low price. Blah, blah. You can get a round trip ticket. I heard right now to Florida for $57. <laughs> wow. But there's no guarantee that that flight's not going to get canceled. Right. Now, you can get a refund or you can get your, your flight changed. But what I was wondering is, like, can you book a flight for, like, say, October God when possibly all this is done and pay $57 and then in October take a $57 
round trip ticket near our flight to uh, Florida or wherever. I wish about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, we we just booked plane tickets, plane flights for July and September to go see families. Uh, and oh man, <laughs> if I could have booked them to, right now, <laughs> I would have saved right? so much money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it kills you. I mean, my wife, my wife, uh, was supposed to be in Hawaii this week. Oh, uh, but uh, for work, but they canceled all all non essential travel, so that was canceled. Her flight to Texas a couple weeks ago was canceled. You know, so I mean, it's 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 crazy. But what what I find, uh, I don't know. Everybody's different. To me. I'm cool with it. You know, everybody stay home for 14 days, two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes to get rid of this and just buckle down. And there's, I mean, there's so much to do at my house, you know, and there's so much to do at your house. It's the people that are normally not home and they're gone all the time or they're out doing stuff all the time. Those are the ones that are freaking out. Yeah. You know, I know plenty of people that are on a bowling league Friday nights and they're on three bowling leagues a week and they're freaking out because they can't bowl. Yeah. Oh my God. Imagine back in, back in the day when we were, uh, we were going out like two or three times a week. How (laughs) this, I think I would have gone sort of crazy for sure. I don't don't know if you remember the, uh, like the, the back alley days or the, uh, olive pit days or the OP days. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of us would definitely have a speakeasy at our house. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I, I basically do. Uh, yeah, in fact, in fact, the pool table that I have now is from a speakeasy bar. That's what the that's the whole. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. See you in about an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pool table. I mean, if we're st- stepping opposite sides of the pool table, that's six feet. We can still we can still play. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a natural well, I mean, social distancing measure. <laughs> I mean, if I just go through your hazmat station before I walk into the house right. and you guys aren't infected, then we're good, right? Right. Absolutely. It's going to be good. It's going to be harder we can to just take- <laughs> Never mind. <What? laughs> I was going to say something. It just didn't sound right in my head. Oh. So it didn't come out of my mouth. Very good. Oh, my. That doesn't happen very often. No, yeah. You sense self-censoring? What's uh, something? All this thing at home has gotten to your head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, being a good boy right now. Very good. Uh, what, what do you think is going to be the uh, closest back to normal-ish time frame? Minimum, maybe about a month and a half, two months. Before we can start going out again? Um, yeah. About that, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I it depends on what you listen to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, it depends on who you're listening to, what you're listening to, and who you believe. Because it's anywhere from 15 days to months, years. Uh, spoke to uh, a doctor uh, at the the doctor's office that I that I'm going to, um, and he's like, "Look, we're not going to know anything about the curve really until two months away from now." And I'm like, "Really, two months?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "It takes." The, the incubation period is two to three, four days for this. And then you got to be isolated for 14 days. Um, so you're looking at like 19 days isolate. The thing is, is people are getting it at different times. Right. You know, they're being infected. You, you, you could be infected now, but not come down with symptoms until three or four days from now. Yeah. And so- then you got to shelter in place for 14 days. Hope you live through it. 
you know? Yeah, because if, 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 if we're here staying at home uh, for the 14-day period and then they're like, all right, you guys are fine to go out. Other people haven't been doing that. They, 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 exactly. they, had, they had to shut down the, the beaches and the parks now in L.A. because people are just going crazy and like, oh, we're still going to go out anyway. Well, the, the – uh, is it the mayor or – no, I'm sorry. It was uh, Sheriff Villanueva, uh, L.A. County Sheriff. Yeah. Uh, they're coming down hard in L.A. County now because there was a lot of businesses, non-essential businesses, nightclubs, bars, and stuff like that, mostly on the east side and in the higher-end neighborhoods where people think they were above the law and it didn't apply to them, Mm -hmm. that we're staying open. And so now Villanueva is enforcing the officers, or or, um, not enforcing, but giving them the ability to shut them down. Judge Dredd. And and arrest them (laughs) or something like that. And and then they shut shut all the gun stores down. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, but Turner Sportsmen, Turner Sports Stores, which they do a lot of gun sales, it's called Turner's. They've had a line out their door every day for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, All day long. Our, our buddy, uh, our Jen, they us on the podcast with us sometimes. She works right next to a gun store, and the, the line. Turner's. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Turner's. Is that the one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That's great. Line all day long from open to close. There's a line out the door. Yeah. And is, is that to uh, protect against toilet paper uh, poachers? Is that is that the? <laughs> no, it's it's the panic, uh, and, and the problem is, is it's not what well, Villanueva. And I don't really like the guy. Let's be honest, but uh, he, he's he's a Second Amendment rights activist, not activist, but he believes in the Second Amendment. So he's not trying to keep people from having guns. What he's trying to deter is a ton of people are going out and getting a gun who have never owned a gun before mm. and bringing them home. He's not worried about the people who own guns right. that are gun enthusiasts getting another gun. He's worried about people that have never owned a gun, never fired a gun, never had a gun in their house, going and getting a gun because they're scared of what's going on out there. Yep. And now they brought a gun into the house, and those are when most house shootings, accidental shootings and stuff happen. People who aren't familiar with the gun go out and get a gun willy nilly and go home because they don't know how to treat a gun. Yeah, I've heard stories of uh, from people that know people, which I don't know how much you can believe of those, uh, which I'll talk about in a second as well. But that people that went into the, the the gun stores, they go in and they say, "I want a gun." And when they get to the counter, all right, what kind of gun? I have no idea. I just want a gun. So then they have to spend a whole bunch of time with this person going over everything before they can even. Get a gun. So now we have, yeah, like you're saying, these, these people that don't know what they're doing and now have a gun. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's dangerous. But I also did want to talk about the, uh, the all the anecdotal things that are happening. Uh, and this is, I, I even posted about this on Facebook uh, last week. The Since this whole coronavirus thing started, what I've realized is kind of weird. I know a lot of people that either have friends or family in very high-ranking branches of government that have been told – XYZ. Uh, three different people in the same day. One person said, I got a friend at the CDC saying they're shutting down the entire uh, U.S. In, in, in a week. Uh, somebody works at the Pentagon. Uh, somebody else works uh, FBI. And they've all been told by different people saying, uh, we're going to shut down in a week. They're going to start nuking over here or the military is coming in over here. Like, I don't think any of this is true. This is people just trying to seek attention. Like, hey, I have inside information. Uh, today I saw somebody post on Facebook uh, – 
uh, my friend sent me this video, and it's a bunch of tanks on train on a train. And he said, "This is right outside the Birmingham airport." Like, like, a, a, and if if you would have showed me the full video, it was ten minutes worth of tanks on trains by the Birmingham airport, and it was a really shitty video, bad quality, obviously. Like, all right, this is from somewhere else in the world, from a different time or something. Just everybody's taking advantage of this. Hey, I have information. Look at me, guys. Eh? How important am I? Hey, the thing is, is, something like that would not get missed by the media. Right. You know, like I saw a video uh, on my news feed about some looting in some small little town in Florida. And it was old footage. It was really old footage. And it probably wasn't even from Florida. But I was like, I don't think this is real. And, uh, and, and it was posted like, so-and-so is live right now, you know. But it wasn't a live video. It was something that was posted a while ago. And honestly, if there was looting like that going on right now, it would be all over the news. True. Yeah. But no, the the, the mainstream media is trying to hide this from you to uh, make you not panic, even though the rest of the time they're making you panic. (laughs) No, no. I think the mainstream media sometimes blows things up to get ratings and cause panic, inadvertently cause panic. I don't think they're trying to cause panic. But they're trying to get the ratings. Right. They're trying to get people to watch. So they start sensationalizing things. Something like a loot on a, on a store is something that's going to get them ratings. They would report on that. Right. But see, and, but that's the thing too. Is it, is it chicken or the egg? Was it, is it the media that's been doing this for so long that now people themselves on Facebook are doing the same kind of thing? Or is it people, they're seeing people on Facebook do this and they're like, hey, that's how to get some ratings. That's, this is a trending. Let me do this on my news station. Yeah, it's it, – I mean, come on. Networks, network news stations are all about ratings. I mean, that's how they make their money is yeah. ratings. And it, the higher the ratings, the better uh, commercials that they the, – the more they can charge uh, manufacturers and companies for commercials that air during their uh, news broadcast. But um, let, let's be honest. When they had the epidemic of people going on high-speed chases and stuff like that and the news copters were covering high-speed chases – at one point, the sheriff shut him down. The police department shut him down and said, yeah. no longer allowed to televise uh, police chases because it became an epidemic where people were going in police chases just so they get on TV. And, and it was just – it was dangerous. Now, the media had pushed back so far saying, no, this is our right. This is our right. You know, we have the right to do this. They put limits on them, you know, like if, if a police chase is coming to an end and there's some sort of a standoff or something like that, they yeah. have to pan back. They can't show they have to zoom up way close out. stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I still think it's – it was – I think it was – I love watching police chases. Don't get me wrong. They're entertaining as all hell. Absolutely. But I think it was police chases died down a lot when they weren't being televised. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is possibly the uh, look at me aspect of the people that are in the cars. Like, uh, this is my uh, five minutes of fame or 15 minutes of fame or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If they were really interested in fame, though, they would listen to KFI and then flash the headlights uh, whenever <laughs> whenever, right. there's, whenever there's a high-speed chase and Conway is covering it on KFI. He's always like, oh, all right, in, in case you're listening, person in the car, if you're listening to us, flash your headlights 10 times so we know you're, we're there in the car with you. And then they wait and it never happens. Like, ah, that's yeah, how you get more attention. Days. Conway's going to blow you I up. Love, I love listening to Tim Conway uh, <laughs> Jr. when there's a uh, chase going on. Yeah. His uh, commentating on it, it's just absolutely yeah, hilarious. Uh, good stuff. Nobody covers uh, chases better than Conway, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. 
So uh, speaking of uh, KFI, I guess, uh, how plugged in are you guys being to general news broadcasts, uh, whether it's radio or, or TV or what? Maestro, you want to... Bueller? No, I'm good, dude. I mean, like, you guys have more of information about this than I do. Because, like, for me, I try to stay away from the news altogether. I mean, the main reason why is for the same reason why you guys were talking about earlier. Majority of the time, they blow things out completely out of proportion. I just go look for the original facts and just keep to myself. I mean, that's what I always have done. So how, how are you keeping up with this stuff, then? You're just searching your stuff out yourself, or...? I just, I just go straight to the source. Like, go straight to the CDC, go straight to, like... Um, different news places like outside of the U.S. that don't have a filter. Okay, but that, what, that, what about like mm-hmm. the uh, the the speeches, either by the president or the governor, that are that are local? You have you have you read those? Have you listened to those speeches? I have. They're pretty bad. Yeah. So I think you answered your question right there, didn't you? Yeah. Well, to, <laughs> to me, I, I don't I don't go to those for information. I go to those to gauge where we are in this area, basically whatever, whatever he's, whatever he's going to say, uh, I'm not going to take it as he's giving me facts. I'm going to take it as this is the state of the minds of the people that are going to be around me for the next couple of hours until the next speech. Yeah. I think it's funny because, uh, my, my, uh, my wife has been watching the updates, uh, every day from the governor, from governor Cuomo in New York and, and the president and, and all this other stuff. And she decided to start watching them by themselves instead of getting the the clips and stuff and updates and watching it on a newscast or something like that, say like on CNN or something when they cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, because she, she was watching CNN and the president was speaking and down at the bottom on the scroll, they posted something that the president just said, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, wait, no, that's not what he said. You know, they just... <laughs> Completely took it out of context, so now she's trying to just, so to speak, hear it from the horse's mouth. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And there's been there's been times where he's been asked a question, and she's like, "All right, good answer. Finally, good answer." You know. And there's other times where she's like, "Would you just shut up and let the professionals answer?" Right. <laughs> you know. And, and I, I agree with her. You know. I mean, I, I think, but I also think that the information that Trump's getting out, it's, it's more of his idea of what he wants it to end up being. Right. He wants things to get back to normal in two to three weeks. So he's pushing for that. Um, and, and it's, it's possible if everybody would just sit the fuck down in their house Shelter in place <laughs> and not be morons. I heard a story of teenagers going around licking produce in a grocery store last week, Ugh, you yeah. know, and, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, is this the freaking lick the top of the ice cream carton all over again and put it back in the shelf? Huh. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous that dumbasses would do this. Did you see the uh, – there was a guy from some sports something, either NFL or NBA. He was he went on a news conference and he was saying something like, the coronavirus, you guys are all panicking. There's no need to panic. And he goes and he touches all the microphones and he's doing yeah. like a little bit joke. Uh, it turns out he's got the coronavirus now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he, he found out two days after he did that. Yeah. Well, not only that, not only did he go around and touch all the mics for all the uh, the, the newscasters and sports commentators and stuff like that, he went into the locker room and touched everything in everybody's locker. <laughs> 
And now there's like three people on his team that have coronavirus. Oh my God. It's weird to laugh, but I do find that funny. It's just, it's, it's a perfect uh, snapshot of the way the Americans think. The, 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 uh, the uh, us ugly Americans, like, no, everything's fine, guys. You're always crazy. Oh no. Yes. The joke you did is now going to cost a lot of people a lot of hardship. I hope it was Church worth it. Scientology, the Church of Scientology is saying this is all a farce. It's not real. Oh, okay. You know, it's, <laughs> Fantastic. it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I do have this uh, – I had this sick thought. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't believe it. It's just one of those things that popped in my head and I was like, eh, that would be interesting. If, if this was uh, – because we just finished watching a few weeks ago, I think, uh, Kingsman on spoilers – where the, mm-hmm. uh, the the Samuel Jackson's character, his whole thing was, we got a population problem, so I'm going to kill off a bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> is the, <laughs> if this is kind of that <laughs> happening in real life, there's some there's some bad guy in, with a weird hat and a lisp in a cave somewhere. Like, yes, the coronavirus is working perfectly. <laughs> well, I, I, had, I had a sick, twisted thought uh, early last week. Not this week. Early last week, when it started to ramp up and get really bad, I was like. Uh, and this is sad, but I was like, is this the thing that's going to fix our social security issue? <laughs> Jesus. Well, because it's attacking, it's attacking oh, like the, uh, on the, on the high risk, it's the old people, right. people old, elderly people who don't have a robust immune system anymore. And it's like, okay, well, uh, there it goes. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll get social security one day right. if I survive. So the, yeah. <laughs> I think it's under 13 and over 60. Those are the, uh, the high ones, the, the higher, something yeah. like that. High, over over sixty, yeah, and then uh, you know people with auto uh, uh, autoimmune deficiency right. issues, yeah, lung diabetes things. and stuff like that and whatnot, asthma. Right, there yeah. was a seven, there was a seventeen year old, which was the youngest that died in the United States, a seventeen year old. Oh, mm-hmm. originally mm-hmm. from coronavirus, he had coronavirus. The CDC did extensive uh, more re- research on that and autopsy and stuff. And he was taken off the list of people who died from coronavirus because he had uh, he actually died from some sign of septic shock or something like that complications for something else that had he had going on. Oh. So coronavirus wasn't the cause of his death. Right, and I think that's another important thing to think about. When people do die from coronavirus, what what ex- was it exactly the coronavirus that killed them, or was it other things that were there? Because uh, then at that point you can start skewing numbers all kinds of ways. There's been like uh, 30 deaths of coronavirus, yeah, but they also were all uh, had crippling uh, asthma or, or something. So yeah, that's that's why yeah. they died. But everybody everybody else, I don't know. It, it's 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 a weird thing. I, I keep trying to make light of of everything because I think that's the way I deal with things. First of all, is uh, is through humor. That's it's just my constant go to for everything. Uh, but I, I'm part of this uh, Facebook page that is all about uh, The Office. And everybody that loves The Office is posting things. And one of the moderators came on and said, all right, we're going to – I know you guys all love The Office and I think it's funny. And, you're, and they're making a bunch of Office-based memes that are around the coronavirus. And they decided to not allow those anymore because people – because it's it's a serious issue. People are actually dying from it. So we're not we're going to take those off because it's disrespectful to the people that are actually suffering uh, from coronavirus to try to make light of it. But I I, now, I, need to, I, I want to ask you a question. Yep. In your opinion, all these people that have died from the coronavirus, now just think about it. And I don't think the coronavirus is not lethal or, or, or horrible in any way. But all these people that have died from the coronavirus, 
would they have died as well if they got the flu? Right. Yeah. That, that's that's another thing. The, then they would the be under are, a different. Then they would be under a different statistic. Uh, they died from the flu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or they died from complications of asthma because of the flu, or complications of asthma because they got pneumonia. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to take it a different direction. Uh, that. All those people that died of the coronavirus. Has anybody asked them if they're offended by these jokes? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you're no. not wrong. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I, I I couldn't be offended by it because right. I haven't died from coronavirus, so it doesn't offend me. Yeah, I, know. I, I I just I I try to find the humor in things, and I I'm, I'm enjoying the memes that I see all over the place. Uh, there, there was one. There, uh, this is also from The Office, where I don't know if you if you watch The Office. There's, there's a, a certain episode where Dwight tests the fire readiness of the office or he, he fakes a fire and he's trying to have everybody like, what is the procedure? What are we supposed to do? Cause he like taught a class on it the week before and he wanted uh-huh. to make sure they learned the, the proper procedures. And then people were freaking out, throwing chairs through the windows, trying to escape and trampling each other. And then at a certain point he stands on a chair with a blow horn and says, this was just a test of the fire preparedness. <laughs> and the, the the meme was that uh, in in two weeks from now the, that'll be the government uh, <laughs> holding up a, a thing. Bam, this is just a bit of test of the CDC preparedness program. Uh, it's funny to see, I guess. I, th- <laughs> I get a kick out of it. Whatever. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You're very attentive. <laughs> I'm very offended by you right uh, now. <laughs> If you know me, I don't get offended by much of anything. So that was a lie. This was a test of my seriousness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So what else we got? Anything else going on with the coronavirus that we should talk about? I feel like. Well, do you want to tell about like what we should do, what we shouldn't do? Oh, right. Uh, I I should probably mention this at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you're coming to this podcast, because it's probably going to be uh, labeled coronavirus, if you came here for facts or information, uh, you, you have come to the worst place possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. <laughs> right. Uh, but that, that is a good point, Maestro. Uh, in, in case for some reason you have been living under a rock and um, you just woke up from a 50-year slumber, uh, you should all be washing your hands. <laughs> That's an important thing. Uh, it, it's, it's it's so weird to me that that's being drilled so hard that, that people don't know to do that already. Well, it's not even just the washing your hands. You have to wash your hands like for twenty seconds. Twenty seconds, right? And it's like and like yeah, and it's supposed to have like different procedures of how you wash your hands instead of just putting your hands together like together like palm to palm. Yes. There's also in between, behind, back, blah 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 blah. I, I saw a, a, a perfect video that described how to wash your hands where it had this the guy. One? The glove one, yes, exactly. This guy had some gloves on, and he got some black paint, and he put it the same way you would put soap. And he started to wash his hands the way you think you would, and then you could see all the white spots where the black didn't get to yet. And then he washed a different way, and there was still a lot of spots that the soap didn't get to or the black. So it's, it's, it was, I think it was a very good illustration of why you can't just uh, swish, 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 uh, done. It's Yeah, there's a certain way to wash your hands that you should be washing it. Uh, and the fact, still, the fact that we're talking about it so often is it's it's demoralizing uh, as as a human being that this has to be drilled so hard. Uh, I, saw, I saw another thing uh, on Facebook that, or maybe it was Instagram, 
the people that complain about how hard it is to train dogs, we have several million human beings that are unable to sit and stay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a crazy thing how much we need to be telling people, hey, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> The ones that are are not oh, abiding by the uh, social distancing, stay in your house and stuff like that, remind me of dealing with uh, a child. Yeah, having to tell them something over and over and over again, and they just continue to do it. Right. It's, it's like they don't believe you. I don't believe you. I mean, I've got friends on my social media that are literally saying this is BS. Blah blah blah. We should we should all be able to make our own decisions. It's a free country, and now we're not free anymore. This is how socialism and communism starts, and blah blah blah. It's like, I okay, hey, I, I'm a Republican, and I don't believe that they're trying to get to socialism. I believe they're trying to nip this problem in the bud. Yeah, you know, and and they need you to adhere to recommendations to stop the spread of this. The, the, the people that I've heard saying they're infringing on our rights as Americans by putting all these things on us. I'm like, well, this, that's, that's the kind of mentality that's, it's, ah, ah. it hurts me. It hurts. <laughs> this is about trying to save lives basically. Cause I'm, even if you get it, you may not die, but there are other people that might die if they do get it. So for the sake of everybody in the world, just shut the fuck up and just hunker down for a little bit. We'll get through the this. Memes, God damn it. The, meme, the memes that piss me off are like the ones that say, why aren't they talking about the 100,000 or the 100, you know, I think it's a, the 100,000 people that have recovered from it. Um, if, if you look at, that's worldwide, okay? Right. The 100,000 people that have recovered from coronavirus. Um, if you look at the United States alone, the number of people that have recovered completely from it it's very low. It's 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 very low. We're also in early and days, though. It's still it's still too early for them to be counted recovered. I think exactly, exactly. And just because you didn't die from it doesn't mean I, I, they don't even know now that even if you got the coronavirus and you recovered from it and you don't have it anymore, that you can't get it again. Oh, is that right? I thought, so, I thought it was uh, chicken poxy. Once you got it, you're done. No, that's not. Oh. That has not been officially determined oh. whether you can't get it again just because uh, – I mean if you get the flu, you can get the flu again. Right. All right. So as, as, of, as of right now, as, as the this exact second of the podcast that we were being recorded, according to uh, worldometers.info, there are 68,472 cases in the United States, 1,032 deaths, 394 recovered. Yeah. I, I think uh, the recovery is going to jump up quite a bit in the next maybe two weeks. Uh, Possibly, yeah. But also the number infected is going to drastically jump up Yeah, in the next couple of and, and it's not necessarily the number of people that are infected that have it. It's the number of people that we know now have it because more testing is going on. Right. So, yeah, so, so the cases is going to go way up. I think the recovery is going to go way up. Deaths are, are also probably going to go up, but I don't think they're going to go up nearly as much as the, the, the recoveries, I think. And maybe, um, that, maybe that's me being optimistic. As you being optimistic, I think. I think it's going to double or triple by the end of the week. The, the deaths? Yeah. Oh, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, they, it, they've gone up substanti- substantially just here in um, California or, yeah, in California mm-hmm. uh, overnight. 
I, mean, I think it was it was it increased like 131 deaths. Yeah. So think of it this way, Adam. Italy was basically like the worst case scenario of what happened for them, right? right. Mm-hmm. You saw how many people are – you saw the hospitals and everything, right? Right. And how many people were dying in Italy, right? Yeah. Now, imagine that but with a two-week waiting period before we started doing anything. Right. That's and, not- and- that's something Cowboy was saying, I think, uh, last time we talked about it. That, Or no. You know what? No, no. It was Conway. <laughs> it was Conway was talking about that Italy is – or we are where Italy is – was like two or three weeks ago. Uh, and they started taking precautions that we hadn't yet at that point. So I think we're probably going to end up being a little worse off than they are maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you look at the, the stuff I hear. if you look at the web page that you're on, where you get the the stats and stuff like that, yeah. they they go through countries as well, the leading countries, and I think we're like second on the list of infected or something like that now. Uh, it might have been, but just look at the death tolls alone, not the infected. Look at Spain. Spain has got so many more deaths, but they're not like at the top of the list of infected. Hmm. Do you see that part yet? Uh, no. Here we go. China, Italy, USA, and Spain. Yeah. Spain has no new deaths as of right now. Total cases, serious. Total deaths, 3,000. Oh, they have more. Whoa. Yeah. They have the most. Yeah. They have the most deaths, but not the most cases. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh So, yeah, being the fact that the United States is really close to the top of that list already and it's not under control yet, I wouldn't doubt that we're going to be at the top sometime. Yeah, well, (laughs) we uh, as as, as Americans, we do have a uh, willingness to win. Exactly right. I was trying to find (laughs) the perfect words. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to find the words to say. (laughs) We're going to be the best at everything, goddammit. (laughs) And a willingness to be the ones to say, hell no, we won't let this break us, and I'll still go to the beach. Yeah, USA number one, all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we get a gold medal? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we won't know until next year. (laughs) They're going to be getting rid of the Olympics, right? Yeah, Yeah, by one year, they're pushing it back. Yeah. Ooh, so many, so many weird things. Although, okay, it's uh, we're we're almost uh, out of time here, but let's, let's start going positive if we can. I, I I tried to go a little positive, but then it turns out I was all right. Let's go positive there. right now. My favorite sport, NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR is oh. my favorite sport. Okay, last week they decided to do an iRacing televised race, virtual race, where the actual NASCAR drivers had rigs set up in their house. And they did, uh, it wasn't the full race, but it was like 100 laps of the race that at the track that they were supposed to be at last Sunday. Okay. And it televised on Fox, on FX1, or FS1, sorry. And they got such a huge rating on that and such great compliments on it that until they actually uh, go back racing live, mm-hmm. they are going to be doing the track that they're supposed to be at that Sunday in iRacing virtually with the actual NASCAR drivers driving in a virtual race. Oh, that they're, they're controlling the cars. They are controlling. They, the, all these NASCAR drivers 
you know, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., you know, Chase Elliott, all these big-name drivers, they have these <laughs> rigs set up in their basements or whatever where they got full-on steering wheels, monitors around and stuff, and they're playing iRacing. They are driving their car, and they're doing this race in iRacing virtually. That's amazing. And this simulator iRacing is supposed to be really realistic where the drivers are saying the only feel, the only thing that's not right about it is you actually don't feel the car, the hand, the, like you don't, you, you can feel the handling and the steering wheel, oh, but you don't feel the actual car. And if it's right on the edge or anything like that. Okay. And I assume the G force also, you're not feeling. Yeah. You don't feel the G force. <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of the feel of the car, okay. but they say the tracks are, are performing and, and acting exactly how the car would act. So these drivers actually have to, race the race like they would normally to protect their tires and stuff like that. They have to actually pay. It's so sti- uh, simulated that it's almost like the real race. That's amazing. It's crazy. Uh, I watched it last Sunday. Absolutely exciting. Um, it came down to almost a photo finish. <laughs> and it, was just, it, it was absolutely nuts. And, and I'm like, right on. At least I have Sunday NASCAR to watch, you know? Yes, that's great. That that should be adopted. I would highly by, recommend you watching it. Yeah, I, I think uh, last time I was there, maybe about a week and a half ago, I, we were. I, I went over to stop by to pick up some uh, some some essentials, uh, and 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 I, and I saw uh, your, your son on these watching a, a, a screen that I assumed was just like a virtual reality uh, version or like a simulation of of a race. Yeah. But that that was that was I was the people driving. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, and the cool amazing. thing is, is on Sunday. They have the broadcasters broadcasting it. Okay. Oh, you have, <laughs> yes. You have, you have, seriously, you've got one broadcaster and then you've got Jeff Gordon and they're like 15 feet apart in a, in a studio with monitors up and they're actually watching this and it's broadcasting and the graphics are so awesome that it looks like a real race. That's amazing. It literally looks like a real race and they're panning and they're doing all this stuff and watching certain drivers just like they would at a normal track. Now, what happened was is Fox teamed up with iRacing and a couple of the drivers got this all going and they all just teamed up together and figured out within a matter of two weeks, how can we televise this and make it seem like a real race? And they did it, and they nailed it so well on Sunday that they just came out the other day and said, from now on until we go back racing live, we're going to do the track we're supposed to be at that Sunday every Sunday. That's beautiful. I love that idea. I, I, I still, uh, as, as far as NASCAR goes, it's still something that I need to be playing instead of watching. Uh, when, when, when I'm playing NASCAR yeah. with your son, it's fun as hell. Uh, watching oh, it amazing. in real time is like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a game there's a game you're gonna want to get then. It's called NASCAR Wreckfest. Oh, and I think it's on I think it's on Xbox. I think it's Xbox and PS4. I'm not sure, uh-huh. uh, but I, I'm gonna look it up because I think eventually soon uh, we might be getting a Xbox One S or One X. Oh, One nice. S. All right. Xbox. Nice. Do you right? play with me? No. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we can get Colin McRae and go rally. <laughs> but yeah, no, because. You know, my son keeps going, can we go to Adam's house and play so I can play Xbox or uh, NASCAR, NASCAR Heat 4 and stuff like that? And I'm just like, okay, this guy's playing NASCAR 2015 on the Xbox 360. I think it's about time we upgrade. Oh, that was so five years ago. 
Well, I know, but you can get you, you can get you can get an Xbox One S with a one terabyte. It's the slim, so you don't have to buy the games. You just download them. One hundred fifty nine bucks. Yeah, everything is basically downloaded these days anyway. You don't need CDs. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I do enjoy the the aspect of the live broadcast of things, and uh, they're calling it Corona content now. The uh, what, what are people going to do for their Corona content? Uh, you have, you have uh, comedians and bands. Uh, that are doing live performances, like big. Uh, the first couple times I saw it, they were more local bands. Like uh, Porcelain Hill had done a, a live show, uh, but I, since then I've started seeing other like big bands. I think. Uh, oh no! Monday, Monday. Uh, Garth Brooks crashed Facebook on Monday. That's what it was. Okay, this, I, was, I knew it was a country guy. I was trying to remember. Was it, it's Garth Brooks? I think it was. Yeah, it was Garth Brooks. I think Toby Keith also did one, maybe. Or no? Yeah, uh, Toby Legend Keith did one uh, Urban. Keith Urban as well. Keith, yeah, Keith Urban did one, and he had Nicole Kidman dancing. Yeah, it's, it's, next to him. That, that that is one of the, the cooler things about this: the, the the way that people have kind of started finding ways to entertain other people and try to return some sort of normalcy to everybody that is being locked down. And uh, even in fact, in the spirit of that, uh, a little self plug here: uh, last Sunday, I did uh, trivia live on on Facebook because usually I do trivia on Sundays at Phantom Mails in uh, in Anaheim. Uh, and it's 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 one of the funner parts of my week. And the people that do come, they they always say they look forward to it. Uh, so I I just put it out there like, hey, what if I did trivia? Would that be cool? And then people enjoyed it, and I got a great feedback. A lot of people were were on playing, and it was it was fun. So for the means until this whole thing is over, I'm going to start doing that. Or until I guess I'm back at Phantom Mails, uh, I'll be doing that on Sundays, uh, the live trivia around 5 p.m. Uh, California Standard Time, if that's a real time zone. Pacific daylight <laughs> savings time. Right. Yeah, and and in fact, uh, we just released the podcast. You know what? I'm gonna have to release this sooner than I was expecting. Uh, the one we're talking recording right now. Uh, we had uh, Taylor Barisaw from Graves of the Bad Weather on, and uh, he was talking about on April 1st they're going to be doing uh, also a with a bunch of other bands. It's going to be live streaming online for people to watch the bands performing, which is to me the way the music I think should be. Uh, experienced at its highest is, is live. There's certain things you get from a live performance that you can't get from a, just a MP3 or a Spotify or whatever. It's just, it's just, a, it just feels nice. And the live comedy that I also see people going on live for comedy purposes. It just, it's, it's nice because, because it's live, other people are watching it. So it's like, it becomes a shared experience. It's, it's as social as we can get right now while we're all in our houses. Although we do have to deal with a slower, internet speeds because everybody in the world is online um but other than that it's positive yeah <laughs> yeah so a lot of shows uh to binge watch uh as yeah. well yeah a lot I, of I, DIYs, dude hey hey uh maestro <laughs> Wait, hold on, what? You know what show, i don't know if you've seen it on netflix there's a show called hyperdrive yes i've seen that you've seen it oh we just finished it tonight it was amazing nice. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing Car racing. Oh, yes. racing? Oh, okay. It's well, kind of. It's unlike an obstacle course, too. It's kind of cool. Oh. It's obstacle course, car racing, drifting, just absolutely nuts. Yeah. And think of it this way. when you, If you were a kid and you had a Hot Wheels car and you were you doing all these crazy stunts and stuff like that, oh. same idea, but with a real car. <laughs> and Fantastic. the track looks like it came right out of the kid's imagination. Oh, yeah? Does it yeah. have loop yeah, loops? Yeah, absolutely. They actually, I think they actually filmed that in New York. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I think uh, we're out of time here, guys. Uh, it's been cool. I think it worked out. This uh, this whole Google Hangouts thing again. I think this will this will work in the meantime until we get back 
uh, over here. I think I think I'm going to try to maybe find a way to do this uh, live stream on Facebook for the next time we do it. But since the studio has moved uh, locations in uh, in my house to a cabin, right to a cabin, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, I may have to clean it up a little bit in here to uh, make sure it's ready for live. But thanks, guys, for hanging out. It was nice seeing you. It's it was, it's weird hey. not seeing you as often as I as I'm used to with the uh, with the all the podcasting we do. I touch you. 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 Oh, there you are. Oh, touch you too. Woo! Again, I, 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 I'm rethinking this whole camera situation with these uh, <laughs> podcasts. Especially that scary picture behind Maestro. Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, I should change one every year, every time we show. I'm, I'm gonna do mine from different locations in the house. Okay. Wearing different clothes. Ooh, that'd be great! And at one point, let's let's do like uh, a different spot. Like you, a cowboy, you'll be like in like the bathroom. I'll be in like the kitchen. Oh my god! And where can Adam be? I'm gonna put the green screen behind me, and I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna make myself in very crowded places. Oh, okay. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, you gotta put the green screen and actually be in a cabin. Right. Oh. <laughs> I'll take a picture of the actual background and then put it on the green screen behind me. That's fine. <laughs> How about you just wear a green screen suit right. and nobody sees you but the headphones. <laughs> Floating headset. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This has been fun. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, right now, especially because we're all on lockdown, one of the most important things that you were – one of the most things you'll be doing most commonly is shopping online, right? Listeners, yeah. I'm talking to you. Uh, should yeah. you shop online? And if you're shopping for things other than hand sanitizer, uh, wipes, Purell, you can find it on Amazon. <laughs> It'll get delivered uh-huh. to your house. Uh-huh. <laughs> Otherwise, you're shit of luck. But if you find things online that you would need for your house, you can buy them on Amazon. But before on you go Amazon. to Amazon, go to our website first. Click on, click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. Do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra. But we get a little kickback. Uh, help support the show. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of kickbacking. I appreciate that, my brother. A lot. Yeah. Is it possible to do any back kicking? Well, he he might actually have fifty cents in the in the account now. Right. Oh, yes. yeah. It's true. I uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> I gotta use that wisely. Let me just put it down. All right. Very good. He's gonna save it up until he can buy his own Purell. Yeah, oh. that's right. Either that or some uh, noise canceling headphones. Doesn't have to hear us. Right. I'm just gonna get one of those. Uh, you know, how people usually put those little uh, sticky tapes on top of the camera on their computers. Yeah. I'm okay, gonna put okay. mine over the entire screen. Uh, or just the portions you where see- the, the video, the video where you guys are. I'm gonna cover that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, see, there you go. Cowboy's got it. Oh, All right. I'm right here. This is this is very good for the audio Be-ya-boo. listeners. Very good. All right, uh, all right. Until next time, <laughs> I am Adam. I'm a cowboy. Stop looking at me. Oh my god, this is terrifying. It's okay.